Hello? Hello. What's up? Girl, oh my God. I had work today. And so like worked, got home. I was like, I'm going to do my challenge recap. Knocked out for like 20 minutes. And then I had to go do go to go do some errands and get my boyfriend. And then I was like, I gotta rush home because Jamila's waiting for me. She has a child. She doesn't have time for my shenanigans. And he's like, Well, let's hurry up then. Let's go. And I was like, I still gotta go. Like I gotta write notes. I've been not doing my job. So he's like, Well, we gotta hurry up and go home. So I skimmed um, three, four, and five. Literally, the, the whole time from forty four. Absolute shenanigans. I am super disappointed in you. Girl, this is going to be a part of your final grade. You're getting marked off for it. <laughs> well, well, I think also because like, okay, so I knew you're moving, and I was like, okay, I'll do episode three by myself, and then we can do four and five together. And I didn't do it because I was like, nah, I don't want to do it without her. And then later, I was like, oh shit, I should have <laughs> because three episodes is a lot to recap. And then when I'm trying to, bro, do it's it, so much. It's a lot, and so I was trying to do what I'm trying to do is watch it one time, just like oh, you know, watch it, and then go back and write notes and pause it because if I try to do that while I watch this and it turned from an hour and a half to freaking three hours I ain't got time for that so ain't nobody um, got time for this no the challenge recap for the <laughs> the past three weeks <laughs> yeah so let's uh let's start with Jamila um let's start with our episode three four and five recap uh Jamila was moving I was working so we finally now have time to chatty chat about the challenge spies lies and allies um so let's start with episode three truce or dare so end of episode two amber and josh are now partners emmy and devin are now partners and we also see like ed and tori getting cozy as partners so, like what what do you think about that i don't like it because like in some of the background stuff like on Instagram, I saw that Ed has a girlfriend. And he was very vocal about like having a girlfriend. And it's like Tori was like, I don't care if he has a girlfriend or not. I still want to sleep with him. It's like, bro, just chill out. Just stop. You don't you don't need to be doing all that. <laughs> Men are weak. They cannot help themselves. Like, stop it. Especially in a challenge sort of situation where you have a house full stocked to the brim of alcohol. Y'all are always going out and partying like why why you got to jump on every pogo stick you see why i mean you know Evan likes to you know spice up the drama and productions like let's get some liquor in there and take away all their stuff so that they have nothing to do but besides that is precisely why they do it but i mean i don't feel like the challengers actually have to feed into it and thus far ed has not fed into it like he is still with his girlfriend as far as I can tell, and like has not fooled around on her, and which makes me love Ed even more. Ed might be the new generation of CT that I'm, I'm waiting for. I'm wanting for him to come up and rise to the top. I mean, I think Ed's a good competitor because we saw in the Nylamation Challenge, he's doing pretty good, and he's been doing well in this challenge as well, too. So, I mean, and I think he knows, like, hey, I'm a rookie. I'll probably get thrown in. It's nothing personal. It is what it is. I think he really is there just to, like, like Tori said, have a good time and compete and I think he's like it's my first season like let's just see what happens you know what I mean so I think yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely my kind of competitor because he's like he's good on puzzles he's got the physical aspect to him like and he kind of seems like he knows how to play the political game too because he's like I want a veteran partner like I don't want to have to go back down into an elimination round unless I absolutely have to so yeah, and I don't think Corey's going to want to let him go. Just, you know, whether that's a attractive thing or like, a, oh, he's a good competitor thing. But I don't see Tori wanting to let him go, and I don't see Ed trying to let her go either. 
Yeah. So I, I think that those two will probably try to stick together to the end unless somebody steals them. I, I do believe that they're they're both probably hot commodities at this point to their opposites. I so think, I think I think so. I can see Tori being chosen again. Um Yeah. It just it just depends on the situation and the person. Like I can see like Huey being like, Oh, I want Tori because she's a vet. And Tori kind of being like, Huey, I love you, but um I don't know, buddy. We gotta figure that out. Yeah. It honestly surprises me how much of a hot commodity Nani has been because, like, her track record, like, y'all know she only been to one final out of, like, 15 seasons that she's been on. Like, stop. Uh, two. She's been to two for sure. Oh, my bad. She's been to two finals out of how many seasons? I Like I said, I don't understand why she's such a hot commodity. Like, she doesn't even really have that big of a political game. It's just other people just like her. And I almost feel like they feel sorry for her, which is why she doesn't end up getting eliminated so quickly. Well... Okay, well, the second like another episode later, but that someone says why they wanted her, but second thing that too, and I was like, nothing as Nani. I was like, why Nani of all people? I'm thinking like Casey might get picked because her physicality, or Ashley because she's won a few times. She's really good physically, but they said with Nani, it's the fact that you know, like her personality paired with that, you know, she's a good runner and she she has no quit, and so I'm like, I guess that's the reason they think they can work well with her. So, I mean, kudos for her for being able to get in cool with the rookies and they want to use her and her being able to stay in the game. But I'm thinking when it comes down to just the vets when and, like, the numbers, like, they're going to – she won't be the first to go, but, like, she won't be, like, the third or so to go. Like, I yeah. think they'll push Big T out. On the female side, yeah. they're going to try to push Big T out first. Big T and Amber, because they're, like, they're, like, the newest, quote-unquote, vets – um, they're going to try to push them out. And I don't like that if you like how they do it now with if you if you've been at least in one season, now you're a vet. I like how the old school was like, oh, you got to do at least two seasons before we call you a vet. Because, yeah, I mean, one year, one season really isn't a lot. N- nothing against Amber because, you know, she did win her season. She did her thing. It is what it is. But I feel like let's, you know, really jump in the water, not just dip our toe before we call someone a vet. You know what I mean? Well, and like. I just feel like the amount of airtime the Big T has gotten, like, I still don't know that I consider her as a vet either, though, you know, which is probably why, like, some of the veterans were saying, like, she gets along better with the rookies. Like, we don't know where her alliances lie. Yeah, but, you, okay, so, like, I had thought about that, uh, not this season, last season. I was like, oh, yeah, well, Big T's a rookie. And then I forgot, Big T's not a rookie. She's been on, like, I think this is her third or fourth challenge season. Yeah, she, I think this is her fourth. She's been here for a minute. She, because she was on War of the Worlds, I know that for sure. Yeah, she was on last season and then this season, so that's for sure at least three, or or like you're saying four. So she's been around, but I think it's because like competition wise, physicality wise, she's not seen as a threat, and she hasn't really shown us much. Like her swimming ability is amazing, and we got to see that last year because of her being not because of her being PRCT, but. We got to see it. And we're like, oh, so Big T's like pretty good. And then like, I think it was, um, I think it was War of the Worlds where she was in an elimination challenge. She kind of like, we thought it was gonna be like a whole, oh, it'd be a clean sweep, but she was pr- actually pretty like good at holding her weight against the person who was bigger than her. So yeah, like, person, I forgot who it was she went against. But they're like, oh, she's like actually like this is actually kind of difficult. Like I thought it would be easy, but um, she's like hanging in there and it went on for a long time, which I'm happy for her. It kind of shows people like, hey. You may think I can't do stuff, but um, I'm here for a reason. So I think it's cloaked behind that, um, her sweet personality. People just take that sweet personality as weakness, but she's really good politically. 
She knows who to talk. She she talks to people like the rookies, and the rookies have the more the numbers. But she's not also remembering, like, she has to check in with the vets to see what's going on. Like, Corey had said, like, we don't know what you're doing. We know you're really buddy-buddy with the rookies. But, like, where do you lie with the veterans? Because yeah. we, we're kind of unsure. See, so that's one frustrating thing I have about this season. So I don't know that it's, like, actually been really addressed on the show other than when Huey said that him and Ashley did not vote the same. But during the pair, so you have a female and a male pair for each team, and they do not have to vote the same. Nope. I am completely lost as to how they are voting the same. Like, if the rookies and the vets are completely deadlocked, why are we not seeing more ties, like, in the um, the deliberation room? Because my thought is, if if I was a rookie on the show, I would want to force the tie and then I would want to make the um, the agency have to pick two teams because I would think that that's the they would agency have to pick two teams to go head to head and like yeah it teams but like better for the rookies if they were not just jumping on their veteran partner tailcoats and voting exactly how they're voting because Kales should not have been out already like. I feel like no. he could have done he could have done so much during this season and the rookie team like basically just let him fall by the wayside and then to let uh Gabo like him saying that he wasn't tired going up and down those ropes during his elimination round like y'all are letting some good competitors go that could have helped you get to the end of the final but that's the thing though too it's a competition so like Fessy no matter what people feel how people feel about him He's like, uh, this guy's going to be a threat at some point. I want him out now. So, you know, you want to get out. Like, to me, if I was playing the game, I want Casey out. I want Amber out because she won last season. I want Tori out. I want Anise out. I'd want all these, like, either physically good competitors or mentally good competitors or they're really good at a social game. I need you out so that I can, like, guarantee my spot in a final. I'm not, like, I forgot who had said it in one of Maurice's episodes, but they had said, we need to um we need to oh my goodness what they say basically we need to we need to get out people who um like get out the vets and people who have won like i feel like people aren't really like like the rookies there are more rookies this season than veterans and they're all in the house together they could have talked and said hey if we band together literally the veterans can't win and I don't know why they, they like this could have been the year of like the the season of the rookie revolution, and it didn't happen. Like they just they didn't come in swinging hard. It's like they were like, oh, I gotta have a vet to protect me. No, protect yourself. Talk to your other rookies. Figure out people's strengths and weaknesses, and then figure out how to play the game well. Like y'all all should have watched the show before. You actually had the upper hand as a rookie coming in because you can watch all these competitors and see their weaknesses, their pros cons how they are socially, what, you know, how to get to them in the game if you want to, you know, to be like a complete, a complete mind fuck and they're not doing it. So Mike, did any of y'all actually watch the season? Cause y'all aren't. Yeah. That, that's it a little disappointing. Cause it's like the rookies could have done so much better to this point. Cause like we're almost at the halfway point, aren't we? Uh, we're on episode five now. I think there's gonna be like 19 or 17 episodes a season. I was, we we still have some time then, but I, I would really like to see the rookies step up and decide, you know what, let's stop allowing them to pick us off. Like, 
we are not just pawns in their game. Like this is a game that we have decided to sign up for and participate in as well. Cause I, I don't feel like there's as much rookie participation. I do applaud Logan on that for episode um, five being like, I want to take this, I want to take my destiny in this game into my own hands. And I want to go down to elimination. I, I liked it. Cause it, it was smart as if, you know, if I don't do this, I'm going to probably get, throwing a rookie because I'm a good physical competitor they're gonna want me out I'm like yeah that was a smart move and I I appreciated how Josh was like hey maybe you shouldn't do that like don't just throw yourself in there let someone you know put yourself in but like never nominate yourself and like Devin said his confessional like why are these rookies just nominating themselves like it's a badge of honor you don't have to go in but if you want to go we're none of us will stop you it's an easy vote we will all happily vote you in yeah so but uh, okay, so back to this episode three. So the big T, uh, big T, and um, what's what's his name, Logan? Logan. Yeah, getting kind of cozy. I like it. I love it. I love it for her. I want it to work out so bad. I don't want this to just be a showmance, but it happens so often. It does. You never know. I don't. I don't know. They seem they both seem like sweet people. So you know, we'll definitely see. They talked about it on the after show. I didn't get a chance to watch it. But they were talking about it on the after show. I don't, so I don't know what they said in particular. But I remember in her confessional, she was like, "I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't know." And Logan kind of alerted to the same as well, like, ah, "I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens after the show ends." But um, what about a Nelly T's boot camp? I I loved it. I I loved little workout montage. Everybody, you know, like dripping sweat, working out. I really liked it. It was it was cute. Like it's it's not my cup of tea for working out, but it was cute. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying everybody was uh was still in the burn. Like I was like, I'd sign up for it. <laughs> and then uh we have Michelle and Emmanuel keeping up with their uh their little love fest. <laughs> it's, it's so hard for me to like to have any sort of interest in rookie showmances because it's like I know that you're not going to be on the show for very long this is your last episode so I don't know why like oh why do you put this on here <laughs> well I, don't, I guess because like it, it's something and I you know what I'm not sure but maybe like in the future Emmanuel goes a little bit further than people are going to think he's going to go and that's why they just give him some airtime. you know especially I think, it's, I think it's the talking point for the end of um the the reunion special like <laughs> probably but um let's get into his mission so their mission is called seed cave recon and they had to retrieve two bombs and bring them to shore and then they had to jump off a 30-foot cliff into the sea to recover the first bomb and then jump into the cave and swim into it and grab the second bomb and then bring it to the the docking station um, so first off, can we talk about safety? Because th- there there was no safety in this mission. I was about to say, what safety? What safety where? <laughs> yeah, so like when I watched it, I was like, yo, am I am I weird? Where are the helmets at? Because they'll wear helmets for like a simple mission. So I thought it was kind of weird that that for this mission, they didn't have the helmets. And then when I was looking on YouTube, Not a helmet in sight. <laughs> not a helmet in sight. And they didn't have dive suits either. So I'm like, I'm so confused why they're not doing this. And then, was it Tommy? Tommy got all banged up. Couldn't couldn't really... Disorientated, clothes ripping off his body. People were laughing at first. But it's like, uh, maybe y'all can't see from that far away. But th- this boy is washed. He is tired. He's disorientated. Like, and I wanted to yeah, see what he, he had. 
he ended up getting a a full blown concussion and knocked out of the running for the show because he was not um, like allowed to continue to compete. And I'm really surprised that they allowed Michelle to continue to compete because I thought that her nose was broken with how bad it was bleeding the entire competition. Because when she first jumped off of the cliff, she hit her face onto the rocks and kept swimming. And uh, Corey L was even like, the moment that he saw her emerge from the water, blood was just gushing down from her face. And he was like, I'm not going to say anything to her because I don't want her to freak out. we got to keep going. Got to get this done. But See, I... I didn't, I didn't know she hit her, her face on the rocks. I thought what it was is her, her nose slapping the wall, like smacking the water. And it caused, like, you know, like a vessel to me to, like, burst. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess that makes sense. And I didn't think the bleeding was, like, that bad. I was like, okay, you know, like, cool. But she's, she's still going, whatever. But I didn't know that she actually hit her face on a rock. My understanding was, like, as they were jumping down, she hit her face on a rock. And that's what I think it – I can't remember if it was Tasha or Esther. But they were afraid of repeating what she had done, which is why they were holding on to the rocks. And then – um regular old school challenge Corey was like i see her holding on to the rocks like she's a cat or something trying not to get down into the water yeah and i was like uh cory i'm pretty sure when you were first starting on these challenges you were not the best swimmer i swear we have like episodes of you like not oh. doing the best with swimming so like chill out here is it footage of it yeah like run that clip Corey. like i need everybody <laughs> to calm down run the clip of everybody who struggled ever swimming because y'all can never talk and mess about anybody. You see how Nelly wasn't really saying nothing. I'm like, yeah, Nelly, you struggle with swimming too. No room to talk. And then they take, the, whenever someone does bad with swimming, either that first time or it's the second time, they go take lessons. Like Leroy took lessons, Nelly took lessons, and other people took lessons. They're like, yeah, I'm not a good swimmer. So I took some lessons to make sure I could compete better in these challenges. Because like, if you're not even like a decent swimmer, you really can't compete on the show because you're gonna do water challenges, especially in a hotter, a hotter climate. Like, look how many water challenges we have so far. We're only on episode five, so yeah, there's just gonna be well, more water challenges. Like we talked about last time, like at the end of the day, this is a competition for like a significant amount of money. Sometimes it's a million dollars, sometimes it's a little bit less. But we can go ahead and say this is a competition for a million dollars. Yes, you better believe I'm going to be taking swim lessons until the next time they call me back. I'm going to be Michael Phelps in here. Like, don't play me. Don't mess with my money. <laughs> no, true. I mean, like, how I feel is if I was in the challenge, I, like, I, I follow Tori on Instagram. And Tori's always, she's always working out. She's always, like, posting her workout videos. And it's like, she's really, you know, trying to make sure that physically she's good. And her, as well as um, Ashley has spoken up and Cam has spoken about like doing math, uh, like games, math puzzles in their spare time to get better at the math on the challenge, like running a mile. I think Tori said she like, she'll like run a mile and do a math problem or run another mile to the math problem. To, Cause like on the challenge, it's so hard to train for it because you never know what you're going to get. But yeah, something like that definitely helps because it's so weird to do. If you ask the average person to do this kind of stuff, they'd be very frustrated. Like who the hell would, you know, run a mile, then go swim 30 in, in 30 feet deep water and then come up and then solve some freaking random algebra equation. Like I, I, I can't, I'm tired. My mental's tired. My physical's tired. I don't want to do it no more. That's why it's a challenge. Exactly. But that's what we love. Okay, so I was all for um, who got thrown in, except for, except for Coriel. I didn't like Coriel being thrown in because I was like, I feel like they were doing what they did with him with um, 
what was his name? Like Jay. I didn't like that where Jay got yeah. thrown in like three times back to back to back or three or four times. I'm like, are y'all that scared of this rookie? Or y'all just mad you can't send him home because he's like, he looks small, but he's very, very strong. And so, I, like, Coriel, it's like, no, he's a strong-ass rookie. You know what I mean? So, I understand them wanting to get him out. But also, it's like, give the kid a break. Like, there are other rookies to choose from. Why do you keep choosing the same exact one? Yeah. Let's not make any waves. I feel like that's the concept that they're going with. Like, the, the path of least resistance sort of thing. Yeah, that's definitely what the uh, the vets are doing. Like, let's let's not rock a boat. Let's just keep you saying names because it's easy. And I think Coriel said that before, like, oh, Anissa opened that box when she said my name. It just makes it easier for people to say my name. And it's like, I get what he's saying. But honestly, Corey, I think regardless of if it wasn't Anissa, someone else would have would have been saying your name because physically you look like a threat. You know, and then they've already seen you in elimination and in challenges. You're you're doing well. You know what I mean? Even if he was a, I think rookies in general, whether they do well or not, they're going to be targeted. I'm surprised the one said Bettina's name yet, but I guess they're trying to keep her because they assume that she's weaker. So why not keep her in case they have to go against her later? They feel like, oh, I have a definite shot of beating her. You know, I I honestly that much forethought in it. I, I kind of feel like it's just like, let's pick the easiest pick and then move on until it's time for us to start taking shots at each other sort of thing, like amongst the vets. But that's what Ashley said. I don't know if it's episode three or episode four, but Ashley, was, Ashley had said, I want to go against someone that I know I can beat. And if I think I can beat you or I think you're a weaker competitor, why would I try to get you out now? I want you to stay until the final or until the last few episodes so that I can actually, you know, win against you. If you're running a final... You don't want to go against these, like, people who always make it to the final or that are strong competitors that have good endurance. You want the person who, if they run a mile, they pass out. They, you know, they don't have the mental capability for it. You want people like that. Like, right now, male or female, I'd want Huey in because he's going to get frustrated and he may or may not be able to finish. Um, I'd want uh, Bettina because I don't really... She hasn't shown anything in these challenges, truly. So it's like, uh, that's you know, it's like an up-in-the-air kind of thing. So, like, you know, it's gonna like go down the roster because there's still, like Michelle said in deliberation, there are still rookies who have not had their name called and they have not had to prove themselves. And I'm like, yeah, they haven't. You know what I mean? But also, yeah. what are you doing to help get those people's names called? Now, as a rookie, you're turning on your other rookie friends or rookie people, um, you know, saying that statement. It was like, okay, well, now as a rookie, I'm gonna vote you in because you're trying to get me to go in now. You don't have those rookie numbers. You know what I mean? Now you have I mean, those that numbers. There is no rookie alliance, though, whatsoever. No, the vets were smart of saying, like, hey, we're coming here full force. And then, like, when it's, when they're when they're gone or we can't, you know, pick them off anymore, then it's every man for himself. And whatever alliance you have is your alliance. And I, I like that. But also, I feel like the rookies, they, they can figure something out. And I don't I know what you said. But I don't, at this moment right now, I don't see the rookies pulling it around and banding together and their numbers are dwindling quickly. So they're not going to really be able to. Like, why would a vet? I think they're at the point now. I think they're at the point now where they can't do anything. Like, they have missed the opportunity to where they could have had the upper hand and now they're just stuck and they are just going to get picked off like flies. And it's like, well, I guess we're going to watch CT and Amber B win it again. Like, I mean, probably, but like, I mean, like, I don't, I think that Amber B is going to get knocked out by somebody else. I have, a, I have a strong feeling 
that's what's gonna happen. Because like her seat that she was on last season, she's with Darrell for a long time, and Darrell has like seniority. People see Darrell as a threat, so I think that's why she was good for a while. Is because it's like if you vote for Amber, you're voting for me too. So like, figure your stuff out before you say both our names. You know what I mean? So I think that really helped her. And then when she had when she didn't have many more, it was like okay, now it's like this is my own physicality and everything that I'm I'm working on and. Like I said, she no matter how people feel, she she pulled it out. She she ran. Fessy made a mistake, and he should have, you know, you stayed with Amber or you, but been with Amber in that final because he probably would have won with Amber. To be honest, if they didn't win, they would have got second place. Because, um, oh, mm, I don't know, because Fessy would have Fessy would have choked on the food in general, and and Amber would have been like, if you don't eat this, motherfucker, like this is a million dollars. Yeah. Um, but okay, so we had Tasha versus Berna, and then it's supposed to be Coriel versus Jeremiah, but they didn't play because only a girls' elimination. And I, I don't remember what the what the elimination was called, but I did like how it was like the building a ladder with poles and climbing it. But like the anxiety of watching these girls build it, and then it kept crumbling. So in my mind, I would have, I would have did it on the dirt first, and then I would have put it up. Because that's I, exactly what I was me, thinking too. Like, lay together. Yeah, I just thought it was easier because it's like if I do that and it takes me what two, three minutes, I can do that really quickly and climb up. And even if one drops, I know where everything's going, so I can take my time. And how many times have we seen eliminations like slow and steady can win this race? You know what I mean? Like your adrenaline's already pumping. Now you're trying to go faster and faster. There's a reason why these poles go in a certain order, you know, and they kept like dropping them and they get really, Brenda would get really close and drop it again. And Tasha would get in a decent spot and then drop it again. I'm like, Oh my God, can y'all just get this damn ladder together so I can go to sleep. I'm just really trying to finish this episode. Um, what I, and I'm, I'm glad that Brenda won, but what I didn't like, and you probably like it because you don't like Tori. I don't like how Tasha just like went off on Tori. I was like, oh, okay, girl, it's not that serious. Just like, you know, Keep it pushing. It was nothing personal. You're a rookie. It, it is what it is. But I didn't really care for that. I think Tasha Tasha was doing so great in the show and held herself, you know, with a certain type of class. And I felt like that just wasn't a good look on her. And I just really wish she didn't do it. I mean, I think Tori handled it well. I just, you know, I know Tasha was Tasha was upset, but I was kind of like, ah, oh, Tasha, like just just walk away. It's not worth it, girl. Just. Let it go. You know, she comes try to hug you, say, hey, you know what? I don't really care for you. You know, I hope you have a, you know, good whatever. But, like, let's have it. We're friends. Like, I think that would have been better than, like, the screaming fit that she went off on Tori. I was like, oh, okay, shit. That's serious. I am totally down for Tasha on that because I think that Tasha handled that perfectly because, Tori came to her room and was like, hey, I'm going to hook you up, and then never came back. Or at least, as far as we saw, she never came back and was like, hey, I'm not going to be able to do the things that I said that I was going to do. So Tasha is up here believing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because someone else said this I saw on Instagram. Tori, and in in what was played on MTV, Tori did not promise her anything. She said, I will see what I can do. She did not say that I would do it. She said, I will see what I can do. Like, who do you want to go in? Just if your person aligns with the person I want to throw in, then cool. But she and she said, I'm not making any promises. So Tori did say that she didn't promise her that she would do what she wanted her to do. 
I don't like it. It still seems shady. I feel like Tori should have gone back and been like, hey, this does not align with my gameplay. I'm really sorry that I'm not going to be able to do this because I felt like it was all a lie for her to be like, I want to keep Tasha in the game because clearly you didn't. Because if you wanted to keep her in the game, you would have kept her in the game. You gave her somebody that was a circus freak in a circus freak competition. So I think I think she was trying to I think Tori was being truthful. I'm trying to keep you, Tasha, because I think I can beat you, but I don't think, I think Brenna would really give me a run for my money. I think that's true. Just like, uh, like, what you call it, Kells. Like, Kells, in my opinion, could really take on Fessy. So it's like... Oh, for sure, for sure. Fessy has a thing. Who can I get to go in against Kells and win? He didn't know and couldn't pick a vet, because if he really could pick a vet, he would have been like, let me try to get him to get CT out. Like, I might get lucky. But he want to rock that book. Look what happened last season. Talking all that mess about CT. Got in CT's face. He was like, look, dude, like, you call me old and get in my face. Like, you haven't done anything. You went to a, your first final. You got last place. Like, you choked, bro. Like, chill out. You went to the final. I mean, like, and then, like, then, like, he went to that final last season and, like, couldn't eat a plate of food. He's like, come on, bro. You're like, yeah. like what is this? Like, don't poke a bear. And I'm like, exactly. Leave CT alone. He don't be bothering nobody. He just wants to eat his ham and and, and, compete <laughs> and do puzzles and call it a day. And like you're you're rocking a boat, you're poking a bear. But I guess that see that's my thing because like I I am so much on the same wavelength as CT. Like be about everything that you're gonna say that you're about and like speak your truth and be honest with everybody. Be a hundred percent honest. Like yo, I. Yo, I don't feel intimidated by you. Be honest with people and upfront, and don't be trying to play like these shady backhanded deals with folks. Like that's why I don't like Tori because I feel like she's she's trying to like smoke and mirror some stuff with people and be like, oh, well, I'm gonna be your best friend. Like I can't remember if it was episode four or five, but oh, Big T, I may or may not throw you in, but I'm gonna hug you at the end of this conversation. Trick, you can go fuck off. Like, no, thank you. You're you are standing in between me and a million dollars, and you want a hug? Nah, you miss me with that. I think the only reason she told her was because of the vet alliance. You know what I mean? Um, but I I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, y'all just had this vet alliance. You maybe you shouldn't even said that. I don't. The only reason I think she didn't put big teams because people are like, uh, if you do that. You're going to be the one that messes with the better lines that might backfire on you. And she's like, oh, okay, like maybe I shouldn't do that. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's way too early. I think CT has said it before. Like, it's way too early for people to be trying to pull these big moves. Like, don't do not do it. Just play play the smart game instead of trying to do all this stuff and then it backfires on you. Like, I, I feel like if Kyle had not been sitting in on that conversation, I feel like Big T would have gone in for that elimination. And that would have been a stupid move on Tori's part. It would, cause it would, it would, it would have backfired on her. Somebody would have, somebody, Big T may have said something and like hugging people goodbye and like, oh yeah, by the way, Tori said this now to the whole house and be like, Tori, why'd you do that to Big T? Or like, I had watched this YouTube thing and this guy was like, you know, people keep on saying technically Big T's a vet. Whether you say technically or not, Big T is a vet. She's been in here multiple seasons. She, yeah, is, she truly is a vet. So you have to give her that vet respect. You know what I mean? Because, like, Devin has never been to a final, and he's, a, and he's a vet, you know what I mean? Devin plays a good mental game. She plays a great social game. How are they both, how are they different? You know what I mean? They're both not super, yeah. super strong, but they're good at playing to their strengths. And, you know, being able to either, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say big team manipulate. She's good at convert conversation with people. 
And I think Devin's good at manipulating people to do what he needs them to do or using yeah. very yeah. good vocabulary, like when they when he talks to them, to like lure them in to do what he needs them to do. Like he's really good at that, you know. I think that's probably the difference between Devin and Big T on like why they are good players. Because Devin is manipulative, like for a fact. He will manipulate a, a used car salesman into giving him a car for free. Big T, on the other hand, will make friends with somebody and get a lower APR on a credit card. Like, I, I just feel like their talking skills are very different. And I feel like Devin's talking skills, like from what we see, at least from editing, like he has malicious intent behind most of his things. And Big T does not. Like, behind most of her moves, she is not trying to, like, undercut anybody. She's not trying to, like, step on anybody that she needs to in order to get to the top. She's just trying to make, like, little baby steps. Devin will step on his grandmother to get to the final. (laughs) I mean, probably. Probably. But, I I mean, I agree with Big T. Because the only time she'll mess with somebody is, like, when they mess with her. She's like, okay, well, this is retaliation. Exactly. I'm not starting anything. I'm finishing it. I just have a very, be- I have a better way of handling this than you did. You know, yeah. she's playing, she's like, playing a longer thing, game. It was addressed that, um, like in episode four or five, that, uh, so there was a point where Big T had put Anissa and Tori against each other, and the whole house knows that they're like best friends or whatever, mm-hmm. but granted that same season tori ran around the house talking about how big t was a layup how all the new girls were layups and how everybody this that and their mother was a layup so big t took the opportunity to take a strike at the person that kept saying that she was a layup and sent her ass home so i totally agree with big t's moves that she made during that season no it, it was right you know what i mean i i didn't care what tori had said because i was like i mean i kind of feel the same way like no, but I think maybe she you gotta watch what you say who you say it to like she was far too yeah and she she said it on the podcast before like oh you know I you know should have been careful of what I said but you know I said it I had thrown up to what I had said blah 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 but like yeah let's not go around call, people, calling people layups just you know say like hey I want to go against you why I want to go against you I don't have to explain it to you that's what I want it's what's best for my everybody's that's what's best for my game that's what's, that's what's best for my game and if Tori thinks going against whoever is best for her game, but she thinks she can beat them, cool. But like Anissa always says, you don't know until you go in and, and what that actual thing is that you're competing with them. Because Pesky say, oh, I could beat all these dudes physically any day. Cool. What about a puzzle? What about a math problem? You can't do that. That's not your thing. It's That's really hard for you. Even physical, it's like, is it physical where it's like, we're going head to head against each other. Is it physical? Like we're scaling a wall because you're a yeah. big dude. I don't see you scaling a wall that quickly unless you like, oh, I do rock climbing in my free time and you don't. So, you know what I mean? It's like certain physical aspects like hall bra. You're going to be great at you. Have, you had the body weight and experience for it. But other than that, like what else are you going to be really good at when it comes to that? You know what I mean? You just, you just never know. And I don't think you should doubt people. So exactly. yeah. going, going into, uh, that kind of goes into uh, episode episode two, so I mean episode four. Um, so episode four is called Messy, and um, Fessy wants to target Amber, and and this like it really bothers me. That it's like this is still dragging until this episode. I'm like Fessy, what the hell is your vendetta against Amber? She didn't do anything against you. She didn't talk shit about you and not in front of your face. Like 
you're the one that you talked about her when y'all were partnered up the entire time. You talked about her when you were standing in a cave and she was trying to figure out a math equation. You're calling her dumb when in reality, she has dyslexia. And I'm like, oh, this makes so much more sense of why it's so hard for her to do it. I completely understand. He was just so freaking inconsiderate, you know? And like going back to the final, Casey messed up her ankle and was still competing. And he's over here like boo-hoo crying about eating food. Like, bro, you know the show is part of it. You know, do it. You know, TJ hasn't blown the horn. You still have time. So to me, all is that him and, and Casey are salty that Amber came in her rookie season and won. And it's like, yeah. there's like, how, how come she wins and we don't get to win? It doesn't matter. She played her game the best way for her. And she knew what she needed to do to get to where she got at. You can't be mad at her doing that and y'all couldn't do it it's your second time in a final and it's your second time losing in a final that's on you yeah get over like, it. I, I don't understand like what Casey and Fessy have against Amber B because it like she never did nothing to y'all she was at the bottom of y'all's totem pole and y'all were vocal and she still came out on top like she beat the odds she won and I don't understand how y'all can be mad about it I, I don't understand they're, if they would, if they were smart, they would have did what they did back in the day with the whole okay, hey, we're in this alliance. If if you win, you get we split three. Whoever wins, we split it four ways in our alliance. That is a smart thing to do. You pair with someone and split the money that way. You know, everybody gets a little bit of something. You're all putting work in. You just don't say each other's names. You didn't have each other's backs. It could have went out so much better. But to me, it looks like jealousy. I don't like that you're winning. I don't like that you have more connections than I have. You know, that that's what it looks like to me. And then CT like and CT likes Amber. So it might that might be another thing too. Like, oh, you know, you and CT are cool and I don't like CT. Or not, I don't like CT, but CT probably has it more out for me, you know, because of what happened in the previous season or my physicality. You know, when I don't I don't and I, I don't think CT's like Oh, Fessy, like whatever. I think CT doesn't underestimate his competitors. He's like, hey, you never know. And when he does lose, he's like, hey, you know what? I didn't have it today. It is what it is. They they came in, they handled business, and you know, I lost. It is what it is. And like Fessy doesn't really have that humility in him, you know. But oh, no, not at all. No, but like CT said, he's like he like you know. Remember CT tried last season, like hey hey dude. I was you before, okay? It took me a long time to calm it down and stop fighting and arguing over... I had to figure it out. I had to take some time away, reevaluate, and then come back with a better game plan. And when he did, TT was just like winning, 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 saying long amounts of time. Like, you know, he's a a really good challenge story, you know? And Fessy could be like another version of CT if he would just, you know have some humility and not think like so high and mighty of himself. And I don't think he has it in him. And I don't the same think he has thing, it in him. Same thing about Casey. Casey thinks you're the best female on that show. And it's like, okay, if you're the best female, wouldn't you have actually won? Shouldn't you work on your, on your, on what you're not good at? You're not good at, at puzzles and math, stuff like that. You need to go practice that stuff in your off season to get better. If you don't practice it, it will always come up. Like, Bessie being there, there's going to be some eating challenge. Um, if he doesn't make it to the final, there's going to be some kind of eating challenge on there on purpose because he's there. If he makes it to the yeah. final, there's going to be a definite eating challenge there to be like, hey, dude, you're going to have to do this at some point or like we're, we may stop calling you because like you're not actually doing the show 
And there's so many people who will love to get the opportunity to be on here and they can't. So you're taking that chance from someone who actually wants to be here, who wants to compete and who won't bitch about it the entire time. So what do you want to do? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't see Fessy going far. Like, I feel like the only time he's going to get called back is just to be a frustration to the fans. Like, look at this guy who thinks that he is like the godsend to the challenge and won't actually compete. Like, he will sit here and blame all of his shortcomings on his partners. Always. I don't, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's like, you know, if I, if I just had Casey to compete with, okay, now you have Casey. What's the problem? If I, yeah. if I was him and I was his size and he said, oh, my ankle, I would have threw her little ass on my big back and carried her the entire competition. Girl, you weigh like 80 pounds. Come on, let's go. You know let's I mean? go. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I would have did. Just like, I know, because I think CT has said it, but like, if Amber would have got hurt or twisted her ankle, he would have been like, girl, let's go. I'm going to throw you over my arm. We still going to go to the finish line. You know, yeah, because like, she really was small enough for that. Yeah, like, and I, like, I liked how to to me last season the couple the the teams I liked the best were Corey and Cam and um uh oh my goodness uh Nani and oh my god why am I saying his name Leroy. you know what I'm talking about Leroy yeah because when not like how Nani was how Nani was going it's going a little bit slower. He wasn't he uh he wasn't like okay Nani come on you drag he's like hey you got it girls okay we here I ain't going nowhere we doing this together and same thing with Cam and Corey I like that Cam was like you got this you good okay let's go we not quit I'm going you going let's go come on and like they match each other's energy oh we need me to slow down I I'll slow down and that's what makes a good team is listening to your partner. And going at the pace that they need to go at. Like with Logan and Anissa, that first episode where he was like, what pace do you need to go at? We'll slow down. You know, oh, Anissa, good job. You're doing so great. Let's go. He was doing so. And Anissa loved it. She's like, wow, I have a person that like, you know, really motivates me and knows how to talk to me. And it's so important with your teammate of like, we should be opposite. And like, if I'm good at puzzles and math, that means that you're really strong. So you can pick up the slack physically and I can pick up the slack mentally we can come together and work together and communicate. And I think that's where people are like falling short with their partners. It's like they have bad communication. They just like don't work well. Yeah. But um, in this episode, we did also have like more of Logan and Big T. They're putting like a lot more and the showman's is blossoming. And we also have um, Josh trying to get Fessy on board with Amber but, you know, Fessy's not really having it, and he has his vendetta still, and Casey, at, I didn't like when Casey and Amber sat with each other and talked, and Casey's, like, telling Amber her face, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we're part of the same alliance, and the confessional, oh, I don't care about Amber, like, she's, like, not even on my list, like, she's not really part of the like, what? alliance. What? That what was some shady-ass, catty-ass shit. Yeah, what that was the alliance. I don't understand that was some mean girl shit, and I wasn't down with it. I really didn't like it. I was like, Casey, what are you doing? Like, you know, you, Casey kind of, you know, her thing is flying under the radar, and I'm like, you're not flying under the radar. Because like, it's like whenever Amber's around, there's like this scowl that comes across her and Fessy's face, and I'm like, she didn't steal money from y'all. Y'all just couldn't do, get get the job done, you know, and it is. Oh, like, good like, enough. I'm sorry, you weren't good enough. <laughs> yeah, you weren't, you weren't good enough. You couldn't cut it. You know, hit, hit it's okay. Hit the showers. Come back next year. 
like, hey, you know what? I couldn't get the job done. That's on me. I'm gonna come back stronger and, you know, do my best. You know, like just exactly. Like I just I just don't get like what the rest of the Big Brother Alliance has against her. Like y'all put the odds against her and she still rose to the occasion. That's on y'all for not wanting to work with her and not wanting to put her up higher on your your totem pole, you know? They're just mad that a rookie one. To me, that's what it looks like. They're mad that a rookie one and a rookie one that they didn't even want to have that alliance with in the first. Like, oh, she's more of a number on our side versus, you know, having a number against us. That's what we're, that's what we're doing. It's like, damn, can y'all even like pretend like those women that she wants or something like that? Like, can you, can you try to truly act as though you, she's in this alliance? Y'all are like really not showing her. And like Amber said, she, she's like, oh, shame on me for being so dumb and naive to believe them. I'm like, yeah, Amber, like, I don't want to say it, but come on, girl. You saw their confessionals last season. Why do you think it's okay? And y'all didn't talk about it later. So why would you think that y'all are good? I wouldn't think that y'all are good, period. Like, I think her and Josh are cool. Like, I think Josh is being genuine with her. But that Casey Fessy thing I thought was pretty weird. Um, and like I said, I didn't like the sit down that they had, and then Casey the confessional being so catty, like that's definitely yeah. catty behavior it, that was not needed. Like y'all could y'all could just y'all could play into they if they were smart, they would feed into the whole oh Big Brother Alliance, but Alliance, and then when it gets down to veterans, then go after her. Why are you going after her right now on episode four? Or episode yeah, episode four. Leave this girl alone. Just leave her alone for a little bit because. Y'all are forgetting that she's actually a good competitor, especially physically. Physical is her thing. She thrives in that. And so do y'all. So that's not the thing to come after her for. Yeah, I just, I don't understand. And that's like the one thing against Amber B. Like, did you not pay attention to any of the confessionals from last season? Like, you you just ignored it or you genuinely did not see all of the negative comments that they had to say about you? You know, because like, Maybe she thought that, like, you know, things would be okay come this season. But my thing is, like, you talked shit about me before. You're probably talking shit about me now. So I don't want to work with you, period. Exactly. Like, if I had seen that editing, I would have been like, even even if editing, these are your words that you are using. Like, y'all are not, I am not on your radar at all. Like, no, I will not be working with you during the coming seasons. False. That is a lie. No, nope, I'm not going to work with you and I'm coming for you every time I can. Like, if I, if I was her, I would be like, you know what? At this vet alliance, I want Fessy in. I want Fessy in every single time. I want him to go. I want Casey yes. to go. I don't want y'all in nothing, you know? And I think the only vet that, that truly thinking, the only vets that would have advocated for Casey and Fessy would have been Nani and Josh. Josh, because those were his friends, and Nani because she's dating Casey. Other than that, I don't see the vets being like, oh, we got to root for Casey and Fessy. Y'all can go. Bye. Like, Casey. Because, yeah, like, realistically, like, the rest of the veterans, I would have an eye out for the Big Brother Alliance because it's an alliance within an alliance. You know that these, like, three or four people are only looking at themselves to get to the top. Yeah. Would have been smart. But, I mean, they're, you know, they're doing the whole Fed Alliance thing, whatever. But, I mean, I feel like this Vet Alliance boat has been rocked once with the whole Tori telling Big T, I might say your name. And then, you know, this episode with Bessie telling Amber, I'm going to say your name. Oh, not telling Amber, him blindsiding her later and, and calling her exactly. name. Saying her name. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about this mission. So the mission was called Undercover Calms. 
And so there was a rig that was 35 feet above water and the challenges were harnessed to it. And there were three sets of Morse code uh, that they had to transmit via walkie-talkie to their partner who was on land. And uh, the Morse code corresponds to an answer key that's on these rocks on the beach. And they're supposed to, um, when they when they crack the code, they're supposed to release any team into the water that they want. Um, this challenge wasn't like, you know, anything like specially crazy for me. Like I could have done without it. Um, I think the only thing in here really that I was like, ooh, was the whole Kyle sabotaging Devin thing when they just talked about, hey, if someone's in the lead, like let them be in the lead and let them win. It was like the vet, you know, agree agreement that they had. And then Kyle sabotaged Devin. Devin's like, you're my friend. Like, you're my friend. Like, you're my real friend outside this house. Why would you do this to me? And everybody was like, oh, Kyle's a snake. Why are you surprised? And I'm like, yeah, Kyle, I don't think you did this because you were disorientated. I think you did it on purpose. Like, yeah, Devin, you're my friend, but I kind of need you out. Or you're my friend. You won't be that mad at me for doing this. I, I thought it was a little bit. Wonky. Really? See, I thought that, like, I genuinely thought that Kyle really didn't know what was going on because, like, as I was watching the episode, I was like, I don't think that I could have been able to, like, differentiate between who is, like, truly in the lead and who is doing well and who is just hanging in, you know? And it, but it was, he could have easily went and talked to Devin because they were both on the beach. He could have talked to Devin and been like, hey, what's the plan? Like, I, I'm a little bit foggy and what's going on. So there's no excuse for I I got disorientated. Kyle, you've been playing this game for how many seasons and you just got disorientated? And I feel like when Kyle and Devin had that sit down, Devin was like, I'm gonna believe him because that because we're friends, but I still feel a little bit weird about it. It's like, yeah, did my friend just screw me over or did my friend really make an accident? I'm like, I think your friend screwed you over and they didn't think it'd be a big deal because, you know. That you didn't win, they didn't win, y'all are both safe anyway, why does it matter, you know? And I, I hate that for their future relationship, you know? Like, honestly, I hate that for them. I, I don't think it'll disrupt it too much, you know? And then, you know, also sometimes people sit down and they make a plan of, like, oh, let's let's act like we're mad at each other so that people think we're against each other because we can do, you know, these things or whatever. And then, like, you know, they reveal later, like, oh, we weren't mad at each other. It was, like, a whole plot the whole time to, to do this, to do whatever move we wanted to make. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It, it seemed like Devin was genuinely like, hey, what the hell are you doing? Like, this isn't cool. And Kyle was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, it was an accident. I'm telling you, like, my bad. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that move. Um, but, and then... There was one more thing I was going to say about it. Oh, no. That, that was it. But uh, with the challenge, Fessy and Esther win. I mean, cool for, for Esther. Not really crazy about Fessy winning because, you know, Ugh, Messy Fessy. Yeah, messy Fessy. And then the liberation, Um, they decide on, again, Michelle and Coriel. And then, um, you know, there was, what, no, what they didn't get an argument this um this confessional but um when it comes down to when they go on the elimination floor and cute uh fessy and esther have to say a name they say amber and huey huey makes sense because he's a rookie but amber it's like okay to me it was like damn we lasted three episodes now we're throwing in veterans right and yeah completely in left field 
Yeah, and it felt like no one was really upset that Amber was going in. They were just like, oh, that's kind of messed up. Except for Josh, you know. Josh was so mad. And I know people like to rag on Josh. I don't rag on Josh. It's like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't have anything against the guy. Um, but I just really loved how he was like, like, what are you doing? You're saying you don't want to do it. Then take it back. Just stop what you're doing right now. You haven't said anybody's name. Just don't do what you're doing. Like, why are you doing this right now? Yeah. It's Nobody's not making you do this. Yeah, it's not quote unquote messing up Josh's game, but it's like, why are you saying her name right now? Why? Well, we just talked about that. Yeah. And I'm as my friend, why are you messing up my game? And we're friends outside this house before the challenge that we, we talked about the challenge. We're friends. So like why are you doing this to me? You know, like and he's like, Oh, I'm just and basically I'm saying her name before she says mine. I'm like, Amber don't care about you, bro. Like she really don't care about you like that, bro. As long as you leave her alone, she's cool. But now that you, you know, mess with her, she gonna come. She's in the, now she has a reason to have a vendetta against you. And exactly. And Amber was, you know, blindsided, which I'm like, come on, girl, we can't be naive with these people. Like, it really ain't shit. But you know, Jessica's saying, I'm not. We're not. I'm not playing your game. I'm playing mine. And I, I wasn't really a fan of that, like, at all. Uh, I, I thought that, I remember I told you I'm like oh you know Fessy I think Fessy and Josh are gonna like really you know get into it pretty early on and it's looking like it like the new episode coming up on Wednesday I'm like I think they're gonna probably put hands on each other but you know I think that friendship either it's dead or they need some time to like you know cool down and talk about it later but I didn't like how Fessy is in a confessional like you know I could go talk to Josh and like say are you cool or I'm sorry about this but like I don't want to do it or like you know I don't want to go to him that's your friend if someone's your close friend and you hurt their feelings male or female you're gonna go to them and be like hey you know what my bad or I'm sorry like my intention for not to hurt you I was looking out for myself and then and me looking out for myself I lost sight of you know what my friend needed as well I should have came to you as a brother and talked to you so that's on me. If you're mad, I completely get it. But where do we move on from here? But he can't, he don't, he don't have that in him. He don't have the humility in him to, to do that. You know what I mean? So I'm not surprised. I'm just kind of like, she's fussy. Like Josh is actually a really, really good friend to you. And you're touring him over. It's one of those instances where it's like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Like, I was really hoping for Fessy to do better, and then he didn't, and it was like, mm, I kind of knew it all along. Like, yeah, it's like we have hope. I, I knew. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm really hoping that Amber will wisen up after this and stop being a part of that alliance, though. I think she, I think she is. I think after that episode, I think she's like, I'm completely done with, with all of them. But, um, it's Fessy and Amber versus Michelle and Corey, Corey, uh, Corey L. And they have an elimination called Down. It's not Fessy and Amber. It's uh, Huey and Amber. I said Amber and Huey. I thought you said Fessy. No, no, no. Amber and Huey versus Michelle and Corey L. And uh, they do an elimination called Down to the Wire. And they're handcuffed together with, by, with their partner. They have to go through the sort of obstacle course by their wrist. And they have to, uh, like, tang on their way through it like a maze and get a key and unlock uh, unlock themselves to win. And, you know, it seems simple enough where it's, like, it doesn't really matter how, you know, fast you are, how strong you are. It's more so working together with your partner. And um, I think, like, the editing was, like, very dramatic on this episode. But, um, you know, it looked like it was pretty close. 
But when Huey dropped this key, I was like, Huey, you have one job, dude. <laughs> one job. It hold this key. And he doesn't realize it. And Amber didn't realize it for a while. And she was like, oh, no. <laughs> this key dropped. And he was like, well, can you reach it? Reach it. Like, what are you talking about? He called it He was like, oh, Huey did this, you know, split move. And I was like, that wasn't even a split. That was just like him extending his leg out and grabbing the key. Like we like we all do this at some point in our life. It's not <laughs> this like big major gymnastics move, you know, it's just we either go all the way back or I can try to get it right now. You know? Um I think like if anything dramatic it was Amber flipping over that pole and it was like I'll do the same thing. Like if we if I flip over this right now, we're gonna win versus going through all this other stuff. You know? Um I just don't understand if other people understand the concept of how much money is on the line. Like, bro, I'm talking one with what, like not eight or nine zeros behind it. Like it's a million dollars. Stop. I, I will do the splits. I will break my ankle. I will break my own wrist. Don't come at me. Don't. I will get this money. See, I I loved how can we talk about how Huey and Coriel got in an argument in the middle of a challenge? Amber's like, shut up, we're winning right now. We are literally winning right now. Just shut up. We could we could actually pull this through if we just focus right now. I'm like, uh, I've never I don't think there's ever been an argument in the middle. No, because Katie and what's her name? Julie had like an argument in the middle of a challenge yeah. uh, in the middle of elimination. But that was funny because Katie's funny as hell. Julie was like laughing, like, ha, 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 I don't care. <laughs> and Katie's like, I will cut your throat. I don't care. <laughs> but Huey's a bit dramatic. He's dramatic. I want, I want to like Huey, but he is too dramatic for me. Like, I, I cannot handle the level of drama that he is bringing to the show. I can't. I don't, I don't dislike him. It's just that, like, sometimes his personality is, like, a bit strong. Yeah, but you know you're in a high, a high stakes game, and tensions are you know rising, and I, I understand. But like that argument was weird, and I didn't like the physicality. I was like, why are y'all fighting? Because you're about to yeah. get, now you're about you just won. Now you're about to fight and get kicked off the show, which I'm surprised. Yeah. Was, I was like, you know what? Screw it. You're both out. Bye. I don't care. I am surprised so, too. Yeah. Probably because of COVID, they need people. He's like, you know what? We'll keep you. We already paid for it. But like, we ain't got no backups. Yeah, not a fan. But you know, Amber and Huey, they win. And Coriel and Michelle, Sally go home. Now Emmanuel doesn't have his little cuddle buddy anymore. But um, going into episode five called Good Vibes and Gladiator, now we have the new partners of Nani and Huey, Emmy and Gabo, Amber and Devin, and Ashley and Josh. And I think it's weird that people keep picking Devin. I know he's a good social game, but I still think it's weird that they keep picking Devin, you know? Um, and then I just felt bad for Emmy and God because we got stuck together. And I was like, I don't know how y'all going to work together because I feel like both of y'all don't have, like, the smarts, you know? Y'all are both very strong competitors, I think, but y'all don't have the the mental capacity. When they it ain't got a lick of sense. Yeah, so should I be nice about it? Um, yeah, no. Like, God will bless his heart. This episode, he was so funny because we got to see like his personality more. But when he said, I'm praying to the situation, God, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? 
okay, this is the guy that his dream is to be on American TV and be a reality TV star and pop bottles and be on yachts. And I'm like, if that's your dream, dude, I guess. But like, I, I mean, I guess. I thought that was kind of weird, but he's young. Young people want to be social media. Is he, how old is Gabo? Do we know? Oh, let's let's uh, Google look this up. Gabo the challenge. There we go. Uh, Gabo. Oh, this is Gabby. I said Gabo. I they thought I meant Gabby, and I'm like, I don't think Gabby's coming back to the challenge. Girl, he's 25. I think he's old enough to know better. Oh no, okay. definitely old enough to know better. Mm-hmm. But you know. I from talking to some foreign not all foreigners, some foreigners, they um they like really take like American television and film like seriously. And I'm like I've told I'm like, oh, we kinda look at that as like a joke. Like, you know, like I don't idolize any reality TV stars is because it's a reality TV. Um and I don't believe in idolizing people in general. I think it's kinda weird. Yeah. But, um, you know, whatever. Uh but yeah, I I like that we got to to hear to see Marvis' personality, and you know he doesn't have popcorn muscles. He has real muscles that really <laughs> work and get the job done. Um, but yeah, so um, Gabo is in danger obviously because he's part of a rookie rookie team, and then we have Amber and Josh that are mad at Fessy after the elimination challenge, and you know Josh like officially the Big Brother Alliance is over. And I didn't like that it was Nani, Casey, Fessy, and Tori talking all this mess about Josh and Amber. And then Tori was like, oh, they're probably outside. No, they're outside crying in the rain together, hugging it out like the notebook. And I'm like, they're up- they can be upset about something and talk about it. You know what I mean? But I'm like, this is kind of where they're all kind of ganging up on them. And I'm like, Amber yeah. and Josh haven't done anything to any of y'all. And isn't Josh like all of your friends? Like all of y'all are really chill with Josh. So like why are we y'all know he's a little bit emotional. So like a little bit. I'ma say a little bit. I'ma say a little bit emotional. You know, and then we have more of the hookups. We have Logan and Big T. They're keeping strong. And then we have this new one of not new one, but Amber and Jeremiah, which they're showing Amber and Jeremiah, but like they're not like we don't hear the confessionals of Amber and Jeremiah. So I'm like, why are we seeing it? But we don't hear about it from the either from either person. We've seen it like twice now, like once of them kissing and then like this episode of them in uh, in the bed cuddling. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. I'm like, why don't I get more details of this? If you're gonna if you're gonna show me this quote unquote drama or love or showmance or whatever, then show all of it and actually give people a chance to talk about it in the confessionals. If not, then don't air it. It doesn't make sense to me to not like let people have a chance to talk about their situations. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. Um, but um, like I said, Gabo was great in this episode. And the mission uh, was called Mindfield. And I, I really liked this because it was like, I don't call it a mini final. But I like to me, when I saw it, when they were like showing the, the obstacle course, I was like, oh, this looks like, like Tough Mudder. But make it for the challenge. Yeah, yeah. And it it looked like really cool. And I'm like, it kind of took me back to like the old school ones where they did more like obstacle course where you did like multi part uh, challenges where they had like you know multiple stations to go to. Yeah. So I liked I liked it a lot for this one. And so it was called Minefield, and they're supposed to come together while apart. And on either side of an obstacle course, they're supposed to race while collecting puzzle pieces. And they're supposed to build a puzzle at, um, with all the pieces that they have. 
and then they're supposed to finish a math problem to get their final piece and then they could unlock the safe um so I, like i said i like i like the challenge in general but um you know i was seeing anisa and she was like she she started off really good and she started slowing down and when i saw her scaling the wall i literally said to myself i was like she's she's about to fall like, I didn't. I didn't think she was gonna gonna get hurt like that. I thought it'd be like a little bit like, a, ooh, that hurts, but I can still compete. But I was it. It really sucked that she was so hurt that it was like I can't fin- finish a challenge. And I love that Logan wasn't upset. He was like, oh, I hope she's okay. You know, could I could I talk to her kind of thing? And I just felt yeah. that Denise and the ambulance crying because you know she's like thinking like, here it goes again. And here I have another injury and I can't finish. And I just want to. I just want to compete. That, that's always like that's like her catchphrase every season. Like I just want to compete, and I'm like, I know you do, girl. Like I just wish you didn't fall on your shoulder. She's like, just shoot, and she was so strong. Just pop it back in. I'm trying to go back, and I'm like, girl, I think you're really hurt. Like you gotta, you gotta really sit down, sweetheart. So I like back in the day, I used to really love Anissa, and like I was 100 percent in her corner, and now it's just like, I just I need you to accept that like you might have aged out of this. Like, you might be too old to do this. Okay, so I'm not going to say her age. I'm going to say this. I think, I, I don't know if I told you or another friend we were talking about it. We all know, if you watch a challenge a lot, like we do, you know, eventually you know the stats of these competitors, right? Like, CT, this man's good at everything. You know what I mean? Ashley's really good at everything, too, but she's not great mentally because she gets caught up sometimes with people or the game. So with Anissa, I feel like her thing is endurance. And it doesn't matter her age. Endurance, since the beginning, has always been like her Achilles heel. And I don't, I think it may not be something that she can work on. Or maybe she has tried to work on it, but she can't go past certain point. But that's her her endurance to me is what what gets her. Because you can start off strong, but you have to be able to keep pace and finish. Yeah. And I think that's what, and I'm not trying to rock on her because I, I like Anissa a lot and I always root for her. Whenever she's on the season, I'm so excited. I root for her. I'm like, come on through. Come be a badass. Not these girls out these eliminations because I hate when they're like, oh, Anissa is a layup. It's like, uh, I think God forgetting like Anissa is like elimination queen. That is like the one place you do not want to see her because there's some fire that comes on her and she just dominates it. You know, and people always like counter out, like, "Oh, she's gonna lose," and she's like, "Nope, the old bitch still got it." So, like, give me the next one. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's like her time to call it in, but I think if she like takes time to, I mean, like, really, really, really train, like maybe take off. As she's been on these shows like back to back to back to back to back. If she takes off to a season or two to truly train herself and get in the best position she can and then comes back full force I think she'll have a really good chance of winning a season I like coming coming in doing well either not seeing elimination or seeing maybe one elimination making it to the final and 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 pulling through because last season when it came when I know she like left like right before the finale the the final and seeing the final I'm like I think she would have been in fourth place she ran that final because of the endurance that it took for the running. Like, Amber was doing decent, was doing well. And look at CT, who's, like, really good. And he was like, um, I'm a little I'm a little bit struggling right now. But Amber's making me look like a weak little punk. Like, I got I to gotta keep up, you know? Um, so, like, 
I don't know. Like I said, I hope that she can take some time to just like work on herself and what she needs and like, you know, go over what, what she's done the past few seasons to figure out how to come back strong and knock it out the park. But I'm like, you you don't you don't think she you think she's done? You don't think she should she should come back anymore? I mean, unless it's with the um what is that one called? With the Paramount um dang it, what is that called? Like the All Stars. Yes, the All Stars. I don't mind seeing her on All Stars, but like I feel like for like the legitimate challenges, like I don't know. I don't think no. I think she's going to be on the All Star season two. I think she's already confirmed. But I think a few of the one. Let me say a few. I think that they could bring Mark after seeing Mark on the on the All Stars. Mark Long needs to be back on the regular challenge. So does Derek. Yeah. I don't know why Darrell wasn't on this season, but I would. I want Darrell again. Um, I want Landon. I don't. I think Landon like has called it quits, but I would love to see Landon and Alton. Alton looks the damn same. I'll yeah. jump right back on the challenge too. Um, female wise in the in the um all-star house, none of them really stuck out to me, unfortunately. No. Um I like I liked seeing them. Like I like that Beth came back. I really like that she oh, came what back. What is that one? There was that one girl. Um she went against Trishelle, I believe. I have her face in my head, but I can't think of her name. Mm, I don't remember. Was it Katie? Did Katie go against Trishelle? Oh I, uh Kendall? Kindle, yes. Kindle yeah. could come back. Right. There you go. Kindle could come back Kendall. to legitimate challenge. Yes. Yeah, Kendall Kendall's good. Kendall's really good. And yeah, I think Kendall I think Kendall could hold her own in like the regular challenge house as well. I think she'd be really yeah. good. But I don't know. Like I'm I'm like, uh, what's her name? Uh not Veronica. What's what's the lady what's the girl that um dated Veronica at one point and then she dated Anissa at one point? What's her name? Rachel. Rachel. I think Rachel's a, like a um, what is she like a personal trainer, a fitness trainer? She's yeah, in she can condition. She can come back and validate on the regular challenge too, or or on All Stars. Um, yeah, I was gonna say she didn't even go on All Stars. Whatever challenge Rachel decides to come back on, if she wants to, she would kill it. Yeah, I I would I would see. And then um, oh my goodness, what's her name? It's not. Why did I just forget it? It's a, she's like the youngest person that was on the challenge, and oh, it's going to kill me. She had like blonde hair. She's really slim. I know who you're talking about her um, partners. Is, this, is her name of the E? Evelyn. There you go, Evelyn. If they brought back Evelyn, oh my goodness, I would love to see Evelyn. I want to see what she what she has. I think she still has it. And Abraham, I want to see Abraham too. Abraham is really great. Yeah. Abraham's really great. Maybe maybe they maybe they will call him. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll come for the season, the second season of All Stars, or maybe he'll come for the third. I don't. Know. I don't know if his current wife is going to allow that to happen, especially since they have um, a newborn. They are not married anymore. Oh, they announced a few days ago that they're they they're se- yeah, getting a divorce or separating. They're not together anymore. Sadly, so, I like. Yeah, I thought it was, I was happy for them, and I'm like, oh man. That sucks. They they seem yeah, like they're very good people. I definitely I I want to see the best for Abraham, like after the whole Cara Maria drama. Yeah, we shall. Oh, you said, you said Cara Maria. Well, no, I want to see the best for Abraham after the whole Cara Maria stuff because like that was crazy nonsense. I felt like between the two of them. Yeah, 
it it, it was it, it definitely was um but back to finish up this episode so with this challenge like Lo- uh, logan and um and isa can't finish but um you know looking at it it seemed like it was between emmanuel and casey versus um ct and berna and emmanuel and casey got their pieces first but i for not one sec was i thinking emmanuel and Casey were gonna win i it didn't matter if they had their pieces 10 minutes ahead of time i was like y'all are not good at puzzles i don't see y'all winning this i'm surprised y'all got past the math equation so and when it means oh we got here first we should be winning i'm like and ct is a puzzle master y'all are not gonna win i'm sorry you know, it, it was if Berna would have got her uh, box open quicker, then they would have literally just swept the competition. Like by the time Emmanuel and Case would have got their pieces like running over, they'd be like, done, let's go. Give us a, give us a title we won. Let's get out of here. Kind of thing. Yeah. So like I, it was true CT fashion, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Give me the pieces, give me the pieces, give me the puzzle pieces. I got this. <laughs> yeah, he was like, Berna, come on, just you know, let me do my thing. I was like, Berna, for real, like, yeah, just let him have the pieces because, like, you know, this is his thing. Puzzles are his thing. Of uh, no matter what kind of puzzle, what is it? What's it called? A, a what was that? Pentagram, tangram, tangram. Yeah, those things. No, thank you. And he just doesn't like nothing. Oh, me and my son practice them in our spare time at home. In your spare time at home, okay, CT. I like that. So I, I like that he's, uh, you know, brawn and 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 beauty and 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 just straight, like smart. Like I'm like, you're just the whole package. He really is. The CT is everything. That's why we stand CT. <laughs> we start a CT fan club. <laughs> Like for real though, stay on CT. Yeah, maybe but, maybe so he'll him come, and- come give us a visit. Like, hi CT, we're like your biggest fans. <laughs> Doubtful, but um, <laughs> I I liked after after that uh, CT and Bruno won. I love that CT like pulled he pulled uh, Emmy aside and was like giving her these like really encouraging words. I was like that was like so nice and motivating for her. It, it seemed like you know it resonated well with her too because he didn't have to. He could like you know kept on pushing, but. It's nice that he's, and I don't think it was like, you know, to, to have it in with a rookie. I think he was like genuinely like, hey, like, you know, you're a good competitor. You're good. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. You'll get it next time. You know, you just come back stronger and you don't they'll keep your head up. And I was like, oh, CT, get your cute little dad moment. Honestly, I think CT sees some of his younger self in Emmy. And it's like, if she could really harness some of that energy, like, she could be like the female version of CT, you know? No, she can't because she don't. She don't. She don't do puzzles. <laughs> CT didn't always do puzzles. Like back in the day, CT used to punch out Adam and get kicked off the show early. Like that's different. It, he he got kicked off for fighting. Not that he was like in the competition and he messed up. It was either he was like hungover and he didn't do well in a competition, or it was like he got in a fight and got kicked off. Not he's in a competition and here's a math problem. He's like, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Versus Emmy, where it's like we haven't seen her pull, like, you know, do well with puzzles or math or not. I think Emmy's good physically, but I think when it comes to the non-physical, that's a challenge for her. And that's why she said she picked Devin when she picked him. She's like, oh, Devin's, you know, the, the brains guy, and I got the muscles. We're a good match. She knows her strengths and her weaknesses. So that's why she's, you know, needing someone else. I think CT picked like CT and Bernard together because I think Bernard picked CT and it was like because oh you know it's CT did everything, 
But in reality, it's like, what is CT gaining from Burner? Is Burner really good? Is, is Burner a good match for him, or should he be with some, paired with somebody else that could probably hold their weight better? Like, I'm pretty sure if he got a chance to switch partners, he'd probably go back to Amber because he knows he can work well with her, or Big T because he knows he can work well with her as well too. And you think so? I, I think he's gonna stick with Burner even if he has the option. I don't after after what's coming up the next episode with you know them both being like weary about each other. I don't I don't think so. And like I said, look how look how Berna was like struggling on the math, and he was like you know. Well, she was in the circus, and I don't think they did math. And Brennan's like, "Yeah, we didn't do this when I was little. I didn't learn all this kind of stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know this. It's gonna take me a while to figure it out." In a in a final, you need someone a little bit quicker than that that knows a little bit more. So, would you rather have her, which is she's good physically, but when it comes to the non physical, it's gonna be a, a lot harder for her, and she she's gonna get frustrated versus someone like maybe like Big T or Amber that's like. You know, I'm frustrated, but like, you know, I can keep my cool or, you know, you can help me jump in and do this for me. And like Big T, she's a very strong swimmer. And then Amber's a very good runner. So it depends on is the final more of running and endurance or is it more of like a swimming kind of more swimming challenges like uh, like Invasion of the Champs. And they had to like kayak however many miles and swim. I was like, that's a lot like. I want someone who I know is a good swimmer and they have good arm strength because if they didn't, like, I don't want to be paired with you. You're going to, you're not going to help me out in the situation and be level-headed. You know, if we're not doing well, can you calmly, you know, talk to me and we figure out a plan of how to, you know, get back on path and get back to winning. I could almost bet money though, that during the final, it's not going to be the partner that you started with. I think they're going to switch partners. Yeah. Probably like a last minute thing or it's like, y'all are on your own. And yeah, I, I yeah. think I would like after this season because I'm thinking what it is is the reason because people are like talking about Chance was talking about they didn't like the name of the ch- of uh, the season, and um, I think the producers they have like a okay this is our plan for the next three years of the challenge or whatever, but I think what they need to do is we need like we a lot of people in these like message forum uh, board forums that I'm following. They're talking about they're wanting, you know, like the old school stuff, like the OG challenge season that just that just passed. They had really high ratings and this season. They're like declining in ratings, apparently. And so I think if they change the format, because they got rid of they got rid of the um, what do you call them? The the skulls. But I think if they did it where it was an all man, like all everybody for themselves kind of thing or vendettas it'd be great you know what I mean like better than if they like especially after this season they did a vendetta season I think it'd be really really good so I don't yeah, know I'm, I'm, I'm not over spy stuff I think I'm I don't need all these explosions I, I don't want all the explosions I want to see more of the actual challenges and the eliminations those should be really long the short shorter with the drama that that's what I want um, and then I, yes. I want better challenge themes because like I didn't mind the spy ones at first but now I'm kind of like eh this is kind of like the same thing as last season but with a different name um, yeah and I don't want it I think we could have did a little bit better with it you know but they did it for whatever reason so you heard that MTV you could do better MTV can definitely do better I mean Oh, so we, we need more shows, MTV, because, like, all you have is, like, ridiculousness, ridiculousness 
and all those spinoffs, Teen Mom and oh. Challenge. That's like all y'all have, and you just play that on repeat. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't watch MTV besides the Challenge. So, Fox. and like occasionally the VMAs, which come, it'll come out on Sundays. So I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna watch it on Sunday for the performances. But I mean, I'm like MTV. I used to be like the music hub, and like you know, music in the morning and afternoon and at night. You know, the good shows come on. But now it's like non-existent. Um, oh, and like oh, they always do like Wild Now uh, re- uh, episodes too. But it's like it's not enough. You're talking about you have like three or four solid shows on the on the network, which y'all are, y'all are a big network. Y'all y'all can do a little bit better than that. Do better, MTV. Do better. So Anissa was officially DQ'd medically, you know, so she came back home, had a tearful, tearful return. She said her, her shoulder popped out, right? And so she needed, I don't know, she said she didn't say surgery, but she needed a rest and she can't compete on it. She had to go home, Um, which, you know, left Logan kind of like in limbo. He's like, okay, it's like, what happens to me? I don't have a partner. I don't feel safe anymore. I don't want Anissa to go. Um, and you know, even talks to Josh about, you know, like I'm gonna throw myself in, and Josh is like, uh, listen, dude, how about you don't? That's not uh, smart. <laughs> like, don't say your own name, like how someone else say your name, you know. But I see why Logan wants to do it because he's like, I wanna I wanna go and be able to pick my partner. If I don't, then I'm gonna get paired with someone who's a rookie and I don't then I'm gonna have to um, yeah go into elimination next time. And I don't want to, I'd rather just go in now and I kind of get to choose who I go against or suggest who I go against and the odds are more in my favor. So, you know, like we talked about earlier, like it or not, Josh was, you know, really good and on point this episode. Um, he called Fessy out and cut, cut ties with Fessy and the same with, uh, with Casey. And I really didn't like Casey and Fessy's interaction in the kitchen I because Bessie was very calm. I felt like Casey was like a little bit too hot coming at him, and she was like, "If you're gonna be like that, I can't work with you." She was like, "Okay, then don't work with me." Like so calmly, she's like, "Okay, then don't work with me." I think at that point, before Casey talked to him that night when him and Amber talked, like after elimination, he's like, "I'm done with them. I don't care." So when they spoke, he was like, "I think maybe Casey was thinking he he would like talk to them or come groveling like, oh, let's talk this out." And he was like, "No, I'm done." I'm just going to wa- wash my hands with y'all. And, you know, you play your game, I'll play my game, and it is what it is. Yeah. I just, I don't know how to feel about Casey. Because, like, I feel on one hand she wants to be low drama. And then on the other hand, like, she does some really dramatic things that are unnecessary for her gameplay. You know? Like, she didn't need to fight Josh. She didn't need to go against Amber B. But here we are. She, I think she just wanted to. You know what I mean? Like, she... You know what I'm realizing? I think she's a guy's girl. That's that's her thing. She's a guy's girl. And being a guy's girl, she's gonna keep stay with her number one. Like she should be really mad at Fessy for what happened in the previous season, but instead she's like up under his ass. And I'm like, dude, you're actually a stronger competitor than he is, and you have a, and you have better social skills than he does. So I think if you cut if you would have cut she would have cut ties with Fessy and stayed with Josh, I think it'd be a lot better for her than the opposite of what she's doing see if i was casey i wouldn't do either because josh is too dramatic and he's too emotional and that's not a good look and then i think fessy is also dramatic and emotional but on his own terms you know what i mean like he wants the world to revolve around him 
Yeah, but Josh is loyal. Let's be honest. Josh is, I don't think Fessy's loyal. Like, Case is your friend, and you were talking so much crap about her in the confessional. Like, oh, now I can't win because she's hurt. No, you can't win because you pushed them in too hard, and they literally got hurt. And you even stopped the bill. Like, when she got hurt, he wasn't like, oh, you okay? He was kind of like, oh, come on. Like, really, to me, this is happening. It's like, it's not even about you right now. Like, your friend's hurt. Forget the game. Your friend's hurt right now. Like, yeah, you know, help her. And then be like, what do you want to do? Do you want to compete or, or are we done? Oh, I want to compete. Cool. I'm going to throw you on my back. We going. Let's go do this. Yeah. Knock it yeah. out. Let's at least cross the finish line. You know what I mean? And that's having heart in the game. And Casey has the heart in the game, but she is blindsided by Bessie, you know? And it's, I, it's so shocking. Like, how dirty he did you. He lost you a million dollars last season. And you're still gonna you're still gonna be teammates with him? Like I just I can't wrap my mind around that. I wouldn't. Maybe they had to talk and figure something out. I don't know, but I would have been irritated if like you didn't even try. Like you actually gave up on me, man. And that like really hurt my feelings. Like we're supposed to be friends or family and you just you literally quit on me. You didn't even give a chance. You just kinda of turned your face up like I don't wanna do like a kid. I don't want to. No. No, I don't want to eat my peas. It's like, okay, bro, like just choke it down, plug your nose or throw up, call it a day, and let's go. Like this is yeah. always been part of it. It's it's like they took it away for a little bit, but it's always a variable of having to eat something that you don't want to eat and having to go on. I don't care for the eating part of the challenge. I think it's I think it's stupid, honestly. But if I'm on this show and I'm competing for this prize and it's like okay Mia eat this to be able to you know move on to the next checkpoint if I just went through all that mess for two three months I'm not letting a bowl of whatever in front of my face stop me I'm gonna choke through it call the day and then push through because if, if it's like oh why do you not win the million dollars I don't want to eat, eat the food they, they put in front of my face what, what? no that that's a mentality yeah. thing like he's like a little kid he's like I can't, can't do he's kept pulling like picking it apart he kept ripping into like small pieces and, and not wanting to eat it. I'm like, just put it in your mouth. You're making it worse. Making the pieces smaller. It's not gonna help. It's gonna make it worse. But um so did you like uh, Ed's awesome dances when they're in the club? Oh Ed's dance moves. <laughs> Goodness. They were something for sure. I thought I thought you were like, ooh, you saw you saw my man's dance moves. I'm like, yes, Jamila, I saw I saw your man's dance moves. <laughs> ain't got ain't got it. Um, so also in the club scene, Emmy and Gabo, I love how honest they are with each other. Like, hey, we are not good partners, you know. And um, I really I like to, I like it for the ease and the transparency of the episode, but. Like, at the same time, like, we have all these rookie teams and, like, or not rookie teams, but, like, rookie players that could be banding together and voting, like, as a team and with some sort of unity, and they chose not to. And it's like, y'all realize that there is $1 million on the line. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if they comprehend how much money that is. Yeah, I mean, I think they understand how much money is, but I think, like, they're playing the game how they want to play it. And I think, I think the rookies are scared to be on. Not all of them. I think some of them are scared. And they're like, okay, if I get with the vet, then I'm safe. And it's like, being with the vet doesn't mean you're safe. Like, let's say with Ashley. And, you know, and Ashley has a blow up, like, one episode, right? And everybody's yeah. like, you know what? I'm tired of Ashley. We're voting her in. 
and now you're lumped with her. They might have been like, you know what? You didn't do anything, but we want you out. You're a rookie. Go ahead and go in too. Now you're stuck with somebody that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm here because of you. Like, yeah. I, I want them to bring back the single player games where like you as an individual have to talk to other people to 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 get them, you know, um, to to be on your side. You know, I like that. Um, but may, maybe we'll get that next season because we didn't really get that this season. Well, but, I mean, we're not even at the halfway point yet. So there's still time. Yeah, I mean, like a, a season, a season where like the entire thing is just a, your solo game. Like you run a solo game, the final oh. solo game, not this. Okay, y'all are pairs, or y'all are in groups, or it's vets versus rookies. Like, no, I want individuals versus individuals. Best person wins. Let's go. That's what I want. Um, I miss seeing those, and like I said before too, like I want either. Either bring it back like the old themes like Vendettas or X's or Inferno or make a new one that's like really good and, and uh, unique and something like just brand new that we haven't seen before. Because um, it seems like it's like getting a little bit lazy. Uh, I mean, I'm still going to watch it. I just don't. I don't like it. <laughs> um, but like just the liberation, the Gabo and Huey argument. You know, kudos for Gawa for being so calm, like, in the situation. I think Huey was a – he just got a little bit too loud. I'm like, why is it this a thing? Like, just Huey, just shut your mouth. Like, you're not even in this right now. You might be in it if you keep on talking. They might yeah, that's exactly what I actually said, yeah. Yeah, she's like, just shut up, you know. She's like, that's, she's like, that's why I don't want to be partnered with him anymore. Like, he doesn't know when to be quiet, and he's not loyal because, you know, he voted them in before. But – um. Yeah, I didn't like it. I'm like, and then coming off from the previous episode of what happened with Coriel, now this, I'm like, okay, you're kind of putting a sour taste in people's mouth. And I mean, I don't think Nani is, is worried too worried about it because she she probably thinks that she's safe right now. But you never know how Taylor's may turn. You know, where it's like, oh nope, this episode, whoever's name you say, their partner goes in too. Like, oh, okay, damn, we thought. No, nope, change my mind. I'm, I'm gonna shake it up. And honestly, I think Nani would probably rather go in with Gabo than Huey, just like because of physicality and like Huey loses his cool so often over such little items. But it's like Gabo, like even when he is stressed, like I don't feel like you could really tell that he was stressed the way you could with Huey. No, cute, but I think Huey wears his emotions more on his sleeve versus Gabo. Oh, for sure. You know, and then Gabo, I think Gabo, like you say, he's like, I just want a part of a good time. You know what I mean? And yeah. Then, you know, compete and get some money, you know, but all this drama stuff, I don't want that. So, like, I, I think I think we'll see Gabo um, in a few, in future seasons. I, I think. Cause I, I mean, he wants it. It's more so if MTV wants to call him back. But, um, so, yeah. So, who actually gets to go in the elimination is... Uh, Logan versus Gabo and an elimination called Higher Assets and they're supposed to um, basically they're matching uh, pictures while having to scale a 20 foot rope and uh, get the answer key and then figure out the puzzle below and um, you know this this is like a, again like the Berna and Tatcha you know very like back and forth of not getting it except Logan was like he had a really good streak for a while and uh, you know, Gabo was doing pretty well, like keeping up, keeping like with with the with the he wasn't getting burnt out. Logan was getting burnt out. He's getting tired, but Logan, uh, but Gabo has had that. Gabo has really good arms because he was like, I'm trying to be a firefighter. Like I got this. I'm I'm good, kind of thing. Um, 
but I feel <laughs> I feel like uh, Lo- Logan could have did a little bit better <laughs> in the end. He was just, like turning random pieces, and TJ was like, "Look, dude, you you got to go back up there. You're not getting it." He was so tired. He was done. He was completely done. Yeah, he he was gassed. He was super gassed. Like I, I think Logan's more of a runner. I think like that's his like workout regimen is like sit ups and probably running. Versus I think God was like. I'm pumping iron in the gym. I do a light jog. I eat a healthy breakfast. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I the iron. I iron. Yes. Yeah. And that was close, too, because, like, Gobble almost won. Gobble almost won, yeah. to be honest. So, like, Logan got lucky. And, you know, sadly, Gobble left. And, you know, on a good note. Um, but from that, we got uh, Logan and Nani, and now we have Emmy and Huey, which, you know, Emmy's back again with a rookie, rookie team, and this is her fourth, her fourth partner. So that's, that sucks for her. But It's going to be but, real interesting to see how Emmy and uh, Huey work together. I don't, because they both have, like, you know, have these, like, outbursts at that challenges. Um, so I don't think they're going to work well together. Plus, I don't think they want to be together being rookie rookie. So I think the new episode, they're probably going to go down unless the Vet Alliance breaks. And from what it looks like in the next episode, there's some CT Berna issues. Looks like there's some Fessy Josh, you know, clashing again, you know, where it looks like they like, actually come to blows. So, you know, I guess we'll see on Wednesday. But I don't know what this season now. I'm like, I don't know who's going to win. Because it's just so sporadic. Jeremiah is still there. He's kind of flying under the radar. Yeah. He, we know he's, like, good, uh, like, with running. And st- and so is Corey. Like, OG Corey. Corey's, like, flying under the radar, too. We don't see a lot of him this season either. But that kind of seems like, well, last season, the season before, he was more like the commentary person. And it's just like this season, like, we're not seeing him a lot. Maybe we'll see him in another few episodes. I don't know. But we're not getting a lot of Corey. Corey's, like, not on a lot of the episodes. It's more so, like, a few minutes of Corey or you see him in the background. But that's about it. It's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes down. Yes. Let me, I want to know. Let me double check. Because I think it's 19 episodes this season. But I want to double check because I'm not sure. Okay. Season 37. Yeah, there's 576 episodes of challenge so far in total. Yeah, That's there's 19, sure. there's 19 episodes. So the the final the final premieres on December 15th. I'm sure we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's, it's a it's a long time until then. The next episode's called Alien. So it says the slow burning tension between Fessy, Josh, and Amber erupts into an all-out chaos. Agents are taken for a spin during the dizzying turning turning agents mission. Two players have a shocking secret hookup. Hmm. The plot thickens next Wednesday. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you for covering this episode with me and Michelle. <laughs> reconvene after this new episode um thank you for tuning into this week's episode of pineapple reels i will be returning next week for a recap of the challenge season 37 episode 6 with jamila and i just saw shang chi tonight so i'll definitely be recapping that as well stay tuned <laughs>